Welcome to Mouse Geek Radio, where your hosts from two coasts, Mallory and Scott, embrace their inner mouse geekdom with you. Episode 37 of Mouse Geek Radio for the spooky week of October 29th, 2018. I'm your host, Scott Barrett, here with my co-host, Mallory. Mallory, how's it going? It's going really well. It's a spooky week. <laughs> yeah, it's Spooktacular. Halloween. All the spook words that we can use. Um, I'm excited about Halloween. How are you? Yeah, pretty stoked about Halloween. I'm really stoked because my teenager and my She's almost 16. She still wants to go around with mom and dad and little sister as opposed to going around with her friends. And so we're 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 milking it That's for all it's so worth. So sweet. Yeah. So uh yeah, we're milking it for all it's worth. So uh we may we don't have many 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 years left. So uh, uh she's excited. The kids got their costumes. Okay, uh, what are they? My oldest one is not telling me until Halloween. My youngest one has a onesie Cheshire cat costume. Um so it's like oh, this, that'd be perfect and cozy. Oh yeah, and it's beautiful. It's bright pink, and it's yeah. I don't know where my wife got it. Somewhere online, but uh, my daughter all... would love it. Yeah. How about you guys? Um. Well, Jonathan and I don't dress up, but my daughter she will be a witch. She has so many Halloween-ish events, like with her Mother's Day out and her dance class and different. things things there's like a fall festival at our church she has five costumes lined up ready to go <laughs> that's great and i'm not even joking <laughs> and we had to talk talk it over today because i don't want to deal with meltdowns about but i wanted to be this or whatever so i went ahead and we laid them all out so that she is fully prepared so that's she's going to be like anna one night elsa one night tinkerbell one night for Halloween, she wants to be a witch, and she wants me to. Uh, she wants me to do full green makeup on her face, like Maleficent style. So I'm stressed about that, but we'll get it. I need to do a trial run, but we'll get it. <laughs> you just get a can of spray paint, tell her to close her eyes, and there I you know. Go. Here we go. <laughs> well, speaking of spooky stuff and Halloween, we're going to talk a little bit about Halloween time in Disneyland, and I think uh, our experiences. We we've each experienced Halloween in Disneyland, and. Uh, there's some things that we absolutely like and uh, just kind of have a chat about it. Yeah, and this is fresh on the brain since I just returned from a Disneyland resort trip and during Halloween time. This is the actually the third time I visited Disneyland during Halloween time. Um, uh, last year I visited in August and it was weird being there with no Halloween decorations. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but where's the Halloween stuff? <laughs> uh, so I was so happy to be back with, with all the extras they have, you know, Disneyland really, they embrace their seasons. They love seasonal stuff. They love, you know, attracting their locals to come to the parks because of attraction overlays and things like that. 
That's a good point. The seasons really drive uh, our trips. Like we're going down in December specifically because it's Christmas. You know, we could have gone in the summer. We could go sometime in the spring, but we love going down there during Halloween or Christmas uh, because of the decorations and the food and the uh, the attractions that they have there um, that are themed, and it's it's wonderful. Um, Halloween time is just so it's fresh on your mind because you just had a trip, which. Uh, we're going to kind of, I'm going to pull a mini trip report out of you during this episode. Um, but I haven't, I haven't been down there for Halloween. I think it's been three or four years now. Uh, so uh, that was my last experience. Which is like an eternity for a Disney nerd, but it is. like normal for most people. <laughs> and I've, I've been down there um, twice during Halloween with different situations. So I was down there once with my family uh, and the kids, my wife and kids. And then the second time I was down there with, uh, with a friend. So uh, two totally different experiences, which was kind of oh, neat. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, Since we've been twice, you know, I went twice when it was just my husband and I, and then this time was the first time I was there with my daughter. So it did, it was a different experience. So let's talk about, your daughter there so did she like it she have fun what was her favorite thing she she loved it and we have been watching a lot of halloween videos at home and she's always been a fan of nightmare before christmas but just over the past few months she has requested to watch it over and over again oh yeah and disneyland resort lives for nightmare (laughs) and like (laughs) um and their guests love nightmare they do the nightmare overlay. There's just there's a whole section of the Haunted Mansion store that's all nightmare merchandise. And it's just it's everywhere. It's in both parks. They they live for it. And so my daughter was all about that. Seeing Jack and Sally everywhere. She called Haunted Mansion Jack and Sally ride. Like um, because of that that overlay. That was like her most favorite thing to do was let's do Jack and Sally ride again. Um, so that's, that's definitely her favorite part of it, I think. And the other Halloween movie we watched a lot was, uh, Ichabod Crane. Uh, she's way into that too. So in DCA, they have a big headless horseman sculpture and at night it comes to life and it plays sounds and it has smoke that comes out of its nose and out of the horse's nose and then the the jack-o'-lantern in his hand lights up and it's very cool and she thought that was really neat it's actually like scary to me (laughs) i was like where where is that in dca um right behind the um partner statue well what's it called it's not called partner statue but the wall statue yeah, the Walt and Mickey Buena Vista Street statues. It's directly behind that on Buena Vista Street, and it's awesome. That's so awesome. my daughter was thinking that was so cool because she was like, "It's the headless horseman." That's awesome. Well, speaking of Jack yeah. and Jack and the Jack and Sally ride, I love that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, she used to call it Spooky Mansion, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I didn't even call it Haunted Mansion for her because I wanted her to understand that it was going to be different this time. So sure. I told her we're going to ride the Jack and Sally ride, and then that's that's just what she called it. So the big thing with the Jack and uh, the, the Jack and Sally ride is usually <laughs> is the uh, the the big gingerbread house cake on the on the table there they change every year how was it this year oh it's giant yeah 
you know some years it's it's like like tall and slim yeah. <laughs> and and other years i mean it's always really cool geometric design this year was it was just altogether giant and of course they pipe in those gingerbread smells as soon as you get to that scene and that was really cool one time we rode and our carriage stopped right in front of the jack animatronic so i got to watch him for a little while that was cool that's neat and take a little video of him because normally it's you go around that corner so fast i don't even get to hear his whole spiel so i i enjoyed that it's a great animatronic i'd love for them to update that update that animatronic to like the one in the rivers uh the pandora what is the river river of navi oh the navi one oh Oh, man could you imagine yeah could you imagine like a 10 foot jack that's really fluid and talking i mean that'd be pretty neat i feel like they will never invest that much since it's seasonal i agree seasonal to them is still it's like a it's like a third of the year Right, it's, it's it's up for like four months. <laughs> it is. It really is. It's it's always a shock to us when we go there, and it's not the Jack and Sal, uh, Sally. I know, ride. because you have like a you know thirty three percent chance it's going to be up when you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that is we very much enjoyed that. My daughter loved meeting Jack and Sally, although. Jack's costume is just creepy. Just the head situation where the jaw is exposed. <laughs> yeah, and I agree. It just looks like I don't know. It looks like you you stuck a balloon on your head and just blew it up and left your mouth down there so you could talk. It's kind of like what's his name, Squidward. It's that shape a little bit. Yeah, it's odd. I remember my daughter when she was younger. She was so excited to see Jack and Sally, and she got to meet them. It was like the highlight of her trip but i remember she she actually commented on that she's like his face is really weird looks like he's got a basketball on his head (laughs) it's true um that is the longest line we waited in where is where is the the line for that timed it poorly they're uh on royal street okay is it isn't that part of it was the court of the angels that they kind of closed off so there's like one little section with a stairwell that's still exposed Gotcha. And they meet inside there. Do they have like a backdrop and stuff they stand in front of? Uh, yeah, or, okay. they do. They have some lighting, and it's not it's not a lot, but it's enough, and it's cute. And Sally was super cute and sweet to my daughter, and we had our picture made with him. And Jack was saying, "Say arsenic," and it was so funny. <laughs> it was just <laughs> uh, they they just they just nail it the cast members nail those characters and my daughter was in heaven and she had a a sandy claws plush that she carried around most of the trip so she had to have him in the picture and i made her some nightmare ears mini ears to wear and they really liked those so oh that's awesome lots of fun that's great last time we were there when we got to meet jack and sally they didn't have any sort of you know, meet and greet area set up is basically they kind of stood around the fountain over there by the train station in Dolan Square. Yeah, same. Yeah. So we were looking for them over there, mm-hmm. and then they told us they actually have a permanent location. And so we, yeah, we went over there. We didn't time it very well and ended up waiting about 45 to 50 minutes, which isn't terrible, especially c- compared to Walt Disney World when you want to meet them during the Halloween party. You're looking at two hours. Yeah. But, Ooh, two uh, hours, man. I know. Uh, but, yeah, that was our longest wait, but it was worth it. She loved it. 
like well, mega memory for her. Did she? Uh, so okay. So on this trip, you met Jack and Sally. Did you meet any other uh, characters, and especially the ones that were dressed up in Halloween costumes? So all the Fab Five, and then some. All the classic characters nice. were dressed in Halloween attire. Donald in his devil costume looks so stinking cute. Oh, I love that costume. Oh, I love it. And then we met Mickey a few times in his vampire attire. And he wore like a top hat as well. And I'm trying to think of who else we met. Oh, Goofy was in some weird ghost slash specter type <laughs> outfit. I think he was supposed to be a ghost, but he had a mask on. It was like kind of weird. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> I was going to ask, did Goofy or Pluto like have, uh, I can't remember, one of them used to wear a costume where it was like bones or something. Uh, Goofy wears a skeleton costume. There you go. Okay, it was Goofy. And we saw him once. We didn't meet that Goofy. We met the ghost Goofy. Gotcha. Um, which was hilarious. But yeah, all the classic characters, it's hard to meet classic characters that are not in costume during Halloween time there. I We did see... We did see Minnie, Pluto, and Mickey in their permanent locations uh, without costumes. But other than that, they're all in costume. Gotcha. What about your, you guys did a character breakfast? Were any of those characters in costume or were they just the normal? They were not. They were normal, standard. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the things I remember when I went uh, years and years ago that obviously is no longer there was we would head over to big thunder ranch and they had pumpkin carvers and a bunch of pumpkins yeah, that were carved do they have that anywhere in disneyland now oh it's oh. i mean and it looks rough over there too where where everything's been closed off it's like a big smoker section now Ugh. i know so it as you're walking along that path from Fantasyland to Frontierland. There's all kinds of little alcoves that look like it's going to lead to something, but no, it's just Big Thunder Ranch. It's been closed off, and there's just a smoking area back there. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, this is a bummer. Uh, because, yeah, my daughter never got to experience the petting area, and they had the coolest pumpkins back there. Oh, they did. And I remember there was a really good Ichabod Crane one, and I have a picture of it. You know, this was five or six years ago. But, yeah, I loved those. Love the Halloween tree, too. Have you taken pictures around the Halloween tree? Yeah, actually, I have um, a lot of pictures of it. And I didn't know much about it until I was there uh, 2014, I think it was. I was there with Kevin from the 3028. And he's a big, yeah. big, you know, he's a writer. He's a big fan of Ray Bradbury. And he explained the whole thing to me. <laughs> I know. And my husband had just read that. Oh, too. really? And I was, and I said, you know that's the Halloween tree, like the book. And he was like, "Oh, I just read that. I did. I thought it was just like a Disneyland thing." I was like, "No, it's like a Ray Bradbury thing." Oh, that's and he was nuts. like, "Oh, that's so cool." That's nuts. The thing I didn't know either about Ray Bradbury is like he helped design like attractions at Disney World, like Spaceship Earth. Yeah, I had no clue until like he he gave me a lesson, like a full lesson in Ray Bradbury and the Halloween tree. It was great. I know it's so cool. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Kevin has all kinds of cool stories. Oh yeah, he's got a bunch. But uh, for those who don't know what the Halloween tree is, it's a tree over in Frontierland by the Golden Horseshoe Saloon, and they decorate it with uh, painted, uh, painted, painted jack o' lanterns and orange pumpkin lights. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like different shades of orange lights. It's really pretty. Uh, at nighttime, and they light it up. It's beautiful. 
because it's so many lights. Yeah. And I, I was, you know, hanging out there for a while and I was watching people taking selfies in front of the tree and nobody would stop to read the plaque. Nobody knew anything about it. And I would hear people make comments like, why aren't all the other trees like this? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just laughing. They're like, they should do all the trees like this. This is a good one. <laughs> it's like, I was like laughing about that. I thought that was funny. Uh, they're clueless. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys, uh, probably not with, with, with your daughter, but did you ride Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy? Yes, and actually yes. Oh, really? Yeah. And what did she think? I well, she did not like it, <laughs> as as predicted. But um, I wanted our whole group to go on it. She was tall enough to do it, and I figure if she didn't like it, she doesn't have to do it again. She'll just she can just close her eyes through the whole thing, and that's what she did. So I had to like give her a pep talk before we boarded, and I said they're going to show some silly ghost pictures. And if you don't like to look at them, just close your eyes and hold my arm and then and then we'll get off. OK. And she said, OK, OK. So now she she always tells me, she said, I don't like that ghost ride with the scary pictures. So she said, I'm not going to do that again until I'm older. I said, OK, that's fine. <laughs> at least she tried but, it. I know. But I love it. My husband and I were the only people in our family that even liked it. My my dad was not into it. My mom wasn't. My sister wasn't. They were like. They were like, ooh, that's scary. <laughs> and, and it made mom a little bit sick. But, you know, so my husband and I wrote it again on our own. And I just love that overlay. I think it's so fun. Interesting. It's like perfectly timed. Have you ridden the Star Wars overlay? No, I never got to do that. Okay. I did plain old Space Mountain there. <laughs> and and I've done Ghost Galaxy. Gotcha. And I, I prefer Ghost Galaxy, too the soundtrack of the regular space mountain. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think the, the star Wars version for me was better than ghost galaxy. Oh, so it's like star sure. Wars, star Wars, ghost galaxy. And then the regular one, I think in that order. I know me. I would love to ride hyperspace mountain. If that ever comes back. Yeah, I know, but well, maybe who knows? Maybe in maybe celebration when they're, of star they're Wars really land. pushing it. Yeah. In. Yeah. But the Gal- ghost galaxy is cool. I mean, it really gets you in the mood. It really feels like you're kind of walking into a bit of a horror ride and it's a nice addition for Halloween. I think so too. I really love at nighttime, the exterior lighting and sounds and the sounds. Yeah, exactly. That they play with the screams and things, which again, it's, it's scary, but it's very Halloweeny. Did you guys check out the Dia de los Muertos? I can't even say it. Dia de los Muertos stuff in Frontierland. Uh, probably not. Okay. Well, so, oh, you're talking about right in front of Rancho. Yeah, it's was, real small, yeah. but it's a nice yeah. little sort of homage to the we to the Mexican celebration. Did yeah, I like because that. my daughter had to walk over there and look at all the things that were like coco so yeah, exactly that's what i was gonna ask <laughs> which was also in the back of of dca you know out right outside of pixar pier they had a whole coco exhibit back there oh, really? plaza de familia oh nice yes so they had it was really cute they had little photo ops they had a show where they played the music of coco a few times a day and then they had like an area with it looked like props from the movie and obviously it's not real props <laughs> because it was CGI <laughs> but <laughs> but it looked like scenes from the movie they had it made up like that they were playing 
the black and white Ernesto de la Cruz videos on a television, old television. They had an ofrenda set up back in the back. It was really cute. Wow. So any anytime I feel like I get to step inside Coco is a, a good time. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, with the success of Coco, I would hope they'd have some some larger representation um, to celebrate that all. You know, it's... Now, did you guys see any Halloween parades? Because I think they have a parade with that stuff in it. So, we did not. Okay. We the we did two nighttime shows. We did Fantasmic. Uh, World of Color is closed at the moment, so we did the Paint the Night Parade, and both were incredible. Yeah. Love. Paint the Night was awesome. That was your first time seeing it live, right? Yes. Yeah. And I hadn't watched videos of it. I watched a little bit of it online, but most of it was a surprise. And I was like, wow, these floats are gorgeous. Oh, that's cool. You made it a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's exceptional. I hadn't seen, I mean, I've seen pictures and other things, but seeing it in person and for the first time was really special. And uh, the second time that we saw it was actually from Mickey's Fun Wheel or whatever, Pixar Pal Around, oh, man. which was terrifying, but also really neat. <laughs> yeah, my kid's been talking about that one. I'm terrified to go on it, but I think I might have to do it. Have you done the swinging ones? Because I I haven't done nope. any of it. I've never been oh, on okay. that attraction. That's the one attraction DC I've never gone on. It's one of the attractions, one of the only attractions in all of Disney I think I haven't gone on Ugh. to the parks. Uh, my daughter was like, let's go on it. And all the adults were all like, uh, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. And did she like it? Oh, loved it. And all <laughs> the adults were sitting there like sweating. <laughs> like none of us were smiling. We we're just kind of like, don't look down. Just don't look around. Don't move. Oh my gosh. Uh, and the swinging ones are legit a thrill ride because people are screaming. You're, you're, there are people above and below us that are swinging around and they're just screaming their guts out. And the actual gondolas, they go almost completely horizontal as they're swinging. I'm like, no, no nope, way. No Forget way. it. I mean, I would just have to sit in the floor of that gondola and close my eyes and just pray for, you know, about 10 minutes until oh. I could get off. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. I'd be scared. I'm scared so. just to go on the static ones, but, uh, I know, I know. And they swing a little bit, but not, you know, anything like the others. Gotcha. Um, one of the, one of my favorite places during Halloween is D the, the, in DCA is the cars land. I love walking in there and seeing how they've sort of dressed up the buildings and they've got the sort of the banner, uh, across the top that looks like a monster. It has the upside down yes. cones and the wheels. I just love yes. the way they kind of do all that up. Everywhere. It says it said happy Halloween everywhere. <laughs> they also overlaid the music, the soundtracks in Luigi and Mater. Oh neat. in both of those attractions. So Mater had actual Halloween songs that he was saying, singing. And the same with Luigi's what do they what do they call that in Rollickin' Roadsters. The Rollickin' Roadsters. I always forget the name of that because they've changed it so many times. <laughs> they've changed that attraction itself. But yeah, they did they did Halloween songs there. That's awesome. I gotta say I was bummed that Bugs Land is completely closed off. I'm I mean, I really enjoyed that section, but also it was a pathway between the two lands that's completely blocked off. 
So once you get to like where Guardians is, you're just that's the end of the road. You're not connecting to anything else. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Have they started any? Like, did you? They got fences up. Did you peek over or anything? I'm more curious if they started any construction they, or anything. They do have them up, and it's got like Stark Industries signs on them. Oh, cool. And and there and you can't see anything. Gotcha. They're really good at hiding that stuff. Yeah, you can see all of Galaxy's Edge almost. I mean, oh yeah, it's so big. Just because everything is so high. It's so big. And it's giant. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of interested to see that myself because I'm wondering, you know, every you know the 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 universe of social media. Everyone complains about the sight lines and how large it is, and it kind of ruins the experience in other parts of the park. And I'm really curious to see if that's actually true. It just looks like mountains. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Mountains, which I guess would fit into any storyline. When we were on Big Thunder, that's when we got probably the best views. Oh, yeah. When you come over that crest of that hill. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it definitely doesn't, I mean, it looks like fake mountains. It's obvious that it's an attraction. But it's no different than, like, the Cadillac Mountain Range in DCA. I mean, you can see that from everywhere. Yeah, I guess you can. I think you just you, your brain tends to ignore these things when they're not in front of you. Yeah. How about treats? It's Halloween. You got to have some treats, right? So, I was weird in that <laughs> I had I had specific treats that I wanted to have that are just Disneyland Resort classics. Okay. Basically, every location had some sort of Halloween themed fall themed treat or entree that was available even when we ate at Carthay Circle the they had autumn offerings on the list of entrees and like at Carnation Cafe they had a like a fiery chicken haunted Halloween sandwich on like an orange bun and like um, they, I mean they were really cute and I think especially again for locals it would be awesome because you're used to eating in all these places and if you want to try something new you go during Halloween time and they've got something new on the menu but for me I was mostly focused on on the staples that I that I can't ever get at home so I'm like give me a Disneyland corn dog give me a Matterhorn macaroon we did get one of the mummy Mickey macarons uh-huh those were really cute and oh gosh, super sweet like are they they look big too hurt your teeth they're giant you can definitely split them because they're way too sweet for one person to eat on their own gotcha gotcha but they were really cute so we had to grab one they looked adorable they looked just tasty i didn't i didn't realize it'd be sweet oh yeah it the the cream filling is like cookies and cream oreo filling oh. but it's like got mega sugar in there <laughs> Bring a toothbrush. <laughs> I know. Yes. But yeah, at every, I, I use mobile ordering a lot mm-hmm. because I didn't want to deal with lines. <laughs> and there were so many fall offerings just in the app. I was always browsing, trying to figure out where I wanted to eat. Almost every place had some sort of seasonal dessert or some sort of treat that came in a, in a souvenir mug or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gotta get those souvenir mugs and popcorn buckets. For real. Um, did you guys do the trick or treat event? We did not this year. Yeah, that's right, you did. For a couple of reasons. Um, a, it's gotten a lot more expensive. Yeah. Uh, it would have been like $115 a head. Oof. And even just for our family of three, I mean, that's a lot of money. <laughs> and 
And I don't know how long my daughter could have been hanging for that. Because in order to really get your money's worth, you want to show up, you know, 4 p.m. when they let you in the gates. And you want to stay as close as you can to midnight. And I feel like that would have been rough on her. And we would have had meltdowns. And that's a lot of money for the meltdowns. Also, B, it was sold out. <laughs> like, we were kind of toying with the idea, like, maybe we'll do it. And then they sold, they sold out all parties. And I was like, well, that made our decision for us pretty easily. Yeah, they uh, they sold out pretty fast. I had a coworker who went down there, and you know, he's not a huge Disney file, but, you know, they... They, they took their kids down there, and when he re- once he realized they were going to have a party, it was uh, maybe, I don't know, a month in advance, and the nights that he was going to be down there were already sold out. Oh, yeah. They, which is a good thing, though. I mean, that's why the prices are so high, because people are willing to pay for it. But you know that they are limiting attendees, yeah. which is great. <laughs> you know, they're, they're not gonna pour in you know 80,000 people into that park you're you're going to get shorter weights and that's really the number one thing there I do love the way they do the rivers of America of course the candy is awesome do I do like the treat stations and everything and I really enjoy Hallowishes the fireworks show they do but other than that it's the low weights for attractions that really sell me on those parties oh yeah it's sometimes yeah it can be worth it but you're right the price is expensive you said 115 per head i was yeah i think that was with tax that's about how much it was going to be per person i did a quick look up of when i when i went back in 2015 it was 84 dollars, and i can remember thinking oh my gosh that's expensive i know i think the last time we went was in 2012 and i think it was like 70 bucks or something and and Walt Disney World's Halloween parties are more in line with that. Yeah. They're in the $80 range, but their Christmas party is uh, is over 100 at Walt Disney World. But Yeah, I'm doing it in December. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I bought a ticket for it, but, uh, I, you know, whatever. I, I personally enjoy Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party a little bit more mm-hmm. than Mickey's Halloween Party in Disneyland. A, a lot of that has to do with the price and also the parade. The parade is much more grand yeah. in Walt Disney World. It was like a cavalcade when we were at the Halloween party last. And, and it's it's gotten a little bit bigger. But the parade is, is pretty huge at Walt Disney World. And that's a major draw. Gotcha. Um, but my, my I guess my favorite part about it at Disneyland is is zero flying around the castle in the beginning and your your host is jack skellington and oogie boogie and that's fun i love it i love that show yeah it's one of my favorites i think of any show um i yeah absolutely love that show i also love remember dreams come true fireworks oh they're so good <laughs> it's such a good time um that is a great fireworks show and they they don't show it all year and i'm excited that they were showing it this time how was the weather down there? So Halloween time, fall, late October, Disneyland, LA. What's the weather like in Disneyland then? I mean, humidity was non-existent. Was it hot uh, though, or was it, did it get pretty chilly at there night? There were there were a few days where it was definitely hot. When we arrived, it was raining, like solid all day. Wow! And everyone was flipping out. 
they were, it was so funny. People were like, someone saw lightning in Southern California. <laughs> they were like, like, someone recorded it on their phone, got a picture of lightning. And I was like, yep, that's a thing. And uh, I was walking around and it was like misting. So none of us were wearing umbrellas or rain jackets or ponchos or anything. But all the other guests were no joke. There were people in mittens, scarves, hats, sweaters. They were in full rain gear. It was about 65 degrees outside. <laughs> and they were, they looked like they were dressed for a winter storm. And I was really <laughs> laughing at that. But I mean, I guess I'm sure if I lived there and, and the weather got to that, I'd be like, yeah, give me my snow clothes. Sure. You know, I'd probably be like, I'm ready to wear my snow clothes. Put it on. Locals will stay home. Have some fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, the rest of the time was very nice. The last couple of days, it got into the mid-80s. So it was hot in the sun. But once you get in the shade, you're cool. So it was really nice. Cool evenings. Felt amazing. Cool mornings. That's I loved cool. it. Yeah, great. No, that's good. It's kind of sometimes it can be hit or miss. We've gone down oh. in October's where it's been pouring rain the whole week, and we've gone down where it was like you know midsummer. Um, it, oh yeah. So, is there anything else from Halloween time in Disneyland that you absolutely loved? I mean, for me, I've kind of touched on the things that were you know remembrance for me, like I, the the pumpkins at, at the at the ranch that are no longer there, unfortunately. You know, all the different kind of Halloween treats you can have. Though the, I love the decor around the park. It's all the fall colors, the oranges and browns and, you know, the pumpkins everywhere. Um, and then, you know, the overlays of the attractions. I don't remember experiencing the overlays at DCA. So that, that, would, have, that would have been new for me. Yeah, I think it might be new as of maybe last year. Okay. It sounds uh, wonderful. Be- yeah. Uh, it was really cute. I really enjoyed all the all the decor in the esplanade area like the the huge sign of oogie boogie Mm -hmm. at dca that towers up above the entryway and then he he's talking to you every once in a while he'll say you you come to see me that kind of stuff yeah 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 so my daughter was all about that and then of course all the character pumpkins that line the entrance to Disneyland Park. Love those. I mean, they, they put those up every year, but it's special. And I was just excited to see them. And uh, Buena Vista Street in general, as soon as dusk hits, it is like a different world. The music completely changes. The lighting changes. They have purple lights on all the trees in the center of Buena Vista Street. And then, of course, the Headless Horseman's back there. And it's just a really cool vibe. The whole front of the park is very Halloween. Oh, that's awesome. You know, you talked about the Esplanade. I don't, you you probably never saw it, obviously, I don't think. But I can remember going one year and they had the big California sign out there and it had, like, candy corn in it. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Like, one of the letters yeah. was candy corn or it was in front of the little sign. I can't quite remember, but I can remember that was pretty neat. Candy corn, by the way. To side note, hands down, my favorite Halloween treat of all time. Really? Oh, yeah. Of all time? I can't get enough of it. Um, My thing about candy corn is I have to eat it with peanuts, like dry roasted salted peanuts. Interesting. And I like a four to one ratio, like f- like four grams of peanuts to one gram of candy corn. <laughs> okay. 
because when you eat it, it tastes exactly like a payday. And payday is like my favorite oh, candy bar ever. that's interesting. So do it. Get a can of peanuts and then pour a little bit of candy corn in there. Eat a mouthful of them together. Payday okay. city. So it's funny you bring this up. I was having a conversation with April three nights ago and we were talking about this, about candy corn. And she, what she likes to do is she will melt candy corn and combine it with peanut butter and then create like a brittle out of it. Oh, that's genius. And it is absolutely delicious. I had no idea she used candy corn for that. I just thought she made like, she just used sugar. But no, she uses candy corn. Because uh, that's what it is. It's just... Sure. But it's got a little yeah. bit of a flavor to it. At least yeah. I like to think it does. Uh, it's kind of like eating Fruit Loops, right? They're all different it's colors. Like they all take the same. It's like a caramel. Yeah, type. exactly. It's like a sugar baby almost. But yeah, she'll she'll melt that down and, and combine it with peanut butter. So you're spot on saying you eat it with peanuts. That makes perfect sense to me. I know. So yeah, lots of scents all around Disneyland Park and uh, lots of like pumpkin flavored things. Sure. Oh, it was yeah. It's, that's a great, great point. Pumpkin spice everywhere. Pumpkin spice everywhere. <laughs> I mean, pumpkin waffles. Pumpkin everything. Pumpkin churros. They did have pumpkin churros. Oh man. But you know, again, I wanted the straight up classic Disneyland churro. So I, I was lame this year. Yeah. And I remember even the other times that I've been there, I it's usually like the last day. I have scoped out all the Halloween treats and then I picked the one that I want gotcha. <laughs> on the last day. But on the last day, uh, I was like, I'm getting another Matterhorn macaroon and I'm taking it on the airplane. <laughs> and I, I know, I know. I, and I forgot about it on the airplane and I found it when we got home like the next day and it was heaven. It was like, oh, this is my breakfast. What a wonderful treat. It was the best treat ever. Oh, that's amazing. Well, um, I really can't wait to get back down there and experience Halloween again so we're doing Christmas this year and maybe next year I'll try to do Halloween because I absolutely love the Halloween time down there I think you'll love DCA all the additions in DCA for Halloween because that was all new to me yeah that would definitely be new to me as well so uh, I'd look forward to Farsland really embraces it you know they've got Mater dressed as a vampire yeah you know I've seen a lot of pictures come across my Instagram feeds of people yeah taking pictures with the cars dressed up as characters it's so cute and like you said, they've got the they've got the tires and the cones that look like evil eyes hanging overhead. Mm-hmm. And then in the back where you board racers, you have um, there are windows al- along a building and they project green eyes that are looking all around. And I just sat there and stared at them for a while one night, just chilling. That's awesome. No better place to chill. No better place to chill. A Disney park. I agree completely. So I'd, I'd have to look for like Halloween themed beers, like pumpkin beer or something. Maybe in DCA, it'd be a nice addition. I, that, yeah, I'm sure that's a thing. I'm gonna make. A, I'm gonna send him a letter and recommend it. I am the one hiding under your bed. Teeth ground sharp and eyes glowing red. I am the one hiding under your stairs. Fingers like snakes and spiders in my hair. Thanks very much for joining us on this episode of Mouse Geek Radio. You can connect with us by visiting mousegeekradio.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at mousegeekradio. Also, if you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to click that subscribe button to be notified when we post a new show. And if you'd leave us a review and rating on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. 
If you'd like to contact either of us personally, you can find Scott on Twitter at ST Barrett, and you can find me on Twitter at Mallory O'Brien. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.